The case against Patrick Brown would never hold up in a court of law. But we're not dealing with a court of law. It is the court of public opinion. And even then, this case doesn't even pass a basic smell test. It takes about one seat of doubt for a case to implode. We saw that in the Gian Gameshi case. Shocking allegations by several women, but their stories didn't stand up once inside a court of law. In the case of Patrick Brown's accusers, too many seeds of doubt have sprouted, causing many to reasonably question how did the story ever get published. Brown came out swinging, saying the allegations are false and that he'll prove it. Initially, he was accused by two women, salacious, career-ending allegations that suggested the then-PC leader had sexually assaulted a former staffer and fed alcohol to at least one underaged woman. He came out with documents revealing the apartment he lived in at the time didn't match the story being told. It didn't have a second floor, and there was no door. Brown says he moved into a home with a second floor in 2007, shortly after the woman is said to have graduated. Brown also claims that one of his accusers, a woman who worked for him, had attended several campaign rally events up until November 2016, and who also says there had been contact between them in 2017. It was a case of he said, she said, until Tuesday night. That's when the women both spoke up again, and where some very big cracks appear. The accuser who initially claimed she was in high school and underage now admits she was 19 at the time and not in high school, but that she stands by her core story. That's a problem. Brown was made to look like a predator going after underage women and plying them with alcohol. Brown, who would have been about 29 at the time, was a sitting MP. It's fair to ask about his judgment, but did he commit a crime against vulnerable underage girls? There is a very big difference. The second crack, which looks more like the Grand Canyon, is that CTV may have failed to declare a conflict of interest. Brown alleges, and it's been widely talked about, that one of the accusers had a relationship with a CTV reporter who was also working on the story. CTV now reports it took steps before publication to make sure there was no contact between them to influence the story. But it begs the question, why didn't that conflict get declared right from the start? I had a working relationship with the PC party as a media advisor on the campaign, right before coming back to broadcast. That conflict has been stated many times by me, and the public needs to know to ensure there is trust and balance. We find ourselves in uncharted waters of the Me Too movement, where unchallenged anonymous allegations are being played out for a nation to see. It destroyed a man's reputation, destroyed a political career, and possibly altered an election outcome. Only now, after the fact, do the troubling questions surface on whether or not the proper checks and balances were done, if due diligence was applied, and if what was reported was done so fairly and accurately. Patrick Brown had this message for CTV News. You lied, you defamed me, I will not allow your brand of trashy journalism to hurt another person in this country. For Patrick Brown, however, it does not matter. The damage is already done. And that is my point on point for this February 14th, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day.